Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Friday, Friday, Friday. The week's at an end. Woo! Yeah. We did it. We made it. We sure did. <sighs> and it's beautiful. Like, it's yeah. late September. I don't know. Maybe you're listening to this in January, but it'll be confusing. But right now, it's September 22nd. It is stupid beautiful out there. I think 23 degrees today. <laughs> Yeah, it should be pretty good. There's yeah. some stuff to do outside, which is nice. That's what podcasts need more of. Guys doing the current weather in the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes... Sunny in 23 today. Because this podcast could still exist. This could still be floating around out there. A hundred years from now. Yeah, man. After the next asteroid hits, man, yeah. future generations are going to unearth this in some old magma. What have you been doing? Not a whole lot. No? Honestly, not a whole lot. Really? No, still plowing through criminal minds. I actually was telling you, <laughs> I was watching an episode the other day, and the murderer in the episode, it was a dead ringer for one of our coworkers. Yeah. To the point I was like, I almost wanted to take a picture and Why send it to him. Why didn't you? Because I thought it would be insulting. I was worried he'd take it the wrong way. I'm like, hey, this guy who's killed four women brutally. Yeah, he looks, he looks exactly- just like you. Yeah, you're totally giving off serial killer vibe in you the hallway. <laughs> same facial hair, same everything. I, I know the guy, like, he works in this building. Yeah, I don't know whether he would. I don't know whether he, he's a nice guy. He's not a serial killer. No, but least, I don't I know whether he would take that the right way. I don't know. <laughs> I think he might be offended. So <laughs> just as well, weird. you didn't take the picture. That was a little jarring. I have started watching because I'm. I'm on a sports documentary kick yeah. at the moment, and I've kind of plowed through all the new ones. And so on Amazon Prime, they have a series called, I think it's All In. Yeah. I think it's called. All it, on, it's yeah. like a series. They did it with the Maple Leafs a couple years ago. Oh. Uh, where they just follow the Maple Leafs for an entire NHL season. They did it for years prior with NFL teams. And so there's like five or six seasons where they followed different NFL teams. And oh. I'm watching... I'm watching that now. So I'm okay. watching the, the story of the Arizona Cardinals from 2015. Who boring. <laughs> wow. Is it is it boring? They have some cool access. It is cool to see how they operate and how they go about a season. See, that's the most interesting part to a lot of pro- professional sports to me is the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. and you get, How do they get this team from the hotel to the stadium? Yeah. And you see loads of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But that's about it. I'm not, I finished that shrinking show. And was it was that was it worth the squeeze? It wasn't bad. Okay, I didn't get through it. It wasn't bad, and I see that there will be a second season. I'll watch the second season. Yeah, I should probably go back and try again. What it, it made me want to rewatch Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, even though I just finished it, I feel like I could start Ted Lasso again right now. It is very similar in tone and vibe, but yeah, Ted Lasso I think is better. I was looking for some feel good, Bryce. I need some feel good in my life. 
And some of my friends kept telling me about this. It's a short documentary series. It's only four episodes. Each one's like, I don't know, 40 minutes long. Live to a hundred. Oh, I've, I, I've seen that on Netflix. I haven't watched it though. Yeah. I don't know. Like it is kind of interesting what this guy, the guy's name is, uh, oh geez. I was going to write it down. Dan something. Dan something. Just roll with that. I think it's Dan something. But he, like he's, he traveled the world. He's been studying this for 20, 25 years. Why there's certain hot spots on earth that he calls blue zones where people live, regularly live to a hundred. And I don't mean just sort of exist to a hundred. They live past a hundred and they're dancing, they're riding horses and what? like they're have they're, they live active, meaningful lives well past a hundred. So he's just sort of traveling around the world and figuring what it is in these different spots that like, it's stuff you would never think of before that, hmm. that make people live a long and healthy life. And it's just, I don't know. It's a very positive show. It's very feel good. The food looks fantastic. Sometimes you would probably think it's gross food, but probably I've like, always, I still think it would be funny because they, every time on the news when they're like, Oh, Betty here is turning a hundred today. Yeah. They always ask the same question. What's your secret to living to a hundred years old, Betty? And they're always like, Oh, well, lots of sleep and plenty mm-hmm. of water. Yeah. I want someone to go on there and just lie. Just be, well, I think the key to this, a lot of pent up rage and intolerance. <laughs> that was my key. Peppering in racism here uh-huh. and there and yep. eating a large pizza every day. <laughs> yeah. And just getting hammered. Like not every night, but three to five nights a week. <laughs> but live to a hundred. I, I feel bad that I didn't remember the guy's name too, because I was even Googling him after the show. Cause I really liked this guy. I thought he's a good host. And, uh, I was reading his Wikipedia page. His girlfriend that he just broke up with recently was Cheryl Teagues. Like she was one oh, of the okay. first supermodels. Wow. I think. Jeez, Dan, something's doing all right. Yeah. And if you're just looking for something feel good, that'll pick you up a bit and kind of question, you know, you might go, oh, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? The uh, There might be some answers in there for you. Mm. Yeah. Like- I'm not selling you on it. I have seen it. It is interesting. I don't know if it's something I'll thump through. Maybe I will. Maybe I need that feel good again. Can I give another plug here for something? Maybe. Only if it's good. I don't know. Do you know who Fearless Fred is? Yes, I do. I've met him. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I think you met him too. Oh, did I? Oh, now this is embarrassing. <laughs> he, No, he's a radio guy and he used to work here in Edmonton, but now he works in Toronto. I had no idea. I was just scrolling through my phone the other day looking for a new podcast to listen to. And one of the recommendations that came up for me was a podcast called Mud 79. And so I read the description of it. It's Fearless Fred wrote, it's Star Wars fan fiction. He wrote this thing. It's all fictional. And it's like, if you're a Star Wars nerd, if you're a science fiction person, I thought it was fantastic. I don't know if I'll be able to listen to the whole thing because that's not really my, I don't really. That's it's not your thing. It's not my thing. And no judgment against people who are into that, but I'm not a science fiction guy. I don't care for Star Wars, Star Trek, that kind of stuff. But his show, he wrote this thing. He voice acts it. He produced it all himself. It is spectacular. It is so well done. Yeah. He's a big comic book guy. Yeah. 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 So Mud 79. 
Okay. Yeah. That'll it's a do podcast. It for plugging our competitors. Uh, he's, a, I, <laughs> he, he's a nice guy. I'll give you something. Uh, remember when mashups were a big deal? Yeah. I stumbled across one. This one is a couple years old, but it was so good, I feel the need to share it. Okay. It is a mashup of Gnarls Barkley and Slipknot. Oh, what? And it works. It shouldn't work, but it works. And uh, t- you can tell me if I'm off off the rocker here. Okay. Ooh, my guilt and my shame. Always tell me short. Always feel the same. And my face and my soul. Like, what? Wow. Always under control. But the longest hour you'll have in your life are the ones you sit through to know if you're right. Wait till you get to the chorus. But I pray that I'm wrong because I think I know what's going on. Hey. I, wow. Who thinks of these things? I have no clue. I would never be able to listen to two songs so polar opposite from and and go, I think that'll work together. Me neither. I have no clue how they made that work, but I thought it sounded really good. Wow. And you look it up and the whole thing is on, the whole version of it's on YouTube. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe I need to, maybe I'll become a big mashup guy. Yeah. Or a Slipknot guy. One of the two. Yeah. Or a Gnarls Barkley guy. Nah, you're more of a Slipknot guy. (laughs) Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. What better way to spend a beautiful, the last dying hours of summer than at Lube City? You know, your car just feels better. When you leave, you drive in one side, you're kind of feeling bad about your car, but then it gets a drink of fresh oil, and then you pull out the other side, and you're like, oh, I'm a good person. I treat my car well. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, that so, people are watching me pull out of Lube City, and they're just like, "Oh my god, that guy looks after his vehicle. That guy's so responsible." I should probably just flag him down and see if he wants to sell me his car for an overinflated price because I know it's been taken care of. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, so if you want that feeling with your car, find a Lube City. And if you're like, "How do I find a Lube City?" There's 27 locations in Alberta. You can find them at LubeCity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! I'm not sure when either of us woke up this morning, we're like, let's talk about phones and outhouses. I was in a S mood this morning. When you got here this morning, I think I was probably ranting. There was some technical issues backstage. You were steaming. Uh Uh-huh. And then a story came out of Michigan that... (laughs) eased your jangled nerves, and turns out a lot of people have similar tales. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Where was that story about the woman? So she dropped her Apple Watch into an outhouse. Yes. And she's like, "Eh, I got this. So she hopped down into the business part of the outhouse, got stuck. The fire department had to come get her. I imagine they hosed her off with one of those high-pressure hoses in the parking lot, but she did get her watch back. Was that in Canada? Where was it? No, that was in Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was smooching Canada, smooching distance away. That's right. But that's uh, someone, yeah, dropped an Apple Watch down an outhouse and was just like, well, it's obvious what has to happen now. I got to get down there and get it. And she did. To her credit, she... uh, she got the watch. Is back. there anything you would go into an outhouse no. for? No. Like I don't mean into the building itself. I mean into the that part of the outhouse. No. Uh, it could even be a fresh newborn baby. Yeah. That thing falls down an outhouse. You just go. You know what? You're one of the Ninja Turtles now. 
Good luck to you. This is where you live now. Hopefully there's a kindly old rat that will teach you... (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Wow. You're on your own. (laughs) Somebody texted to... I can't think of anything I would go down there for. My phone, my watch. Not not, a thing. No, I, I just... I can't imagine. How do you know how deep that is, too? Like, you don't... It, you could... Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. Somebody, This is from Kier. I had a friend who worked at the Apple store, one of the genius bar fellas. He had some... Br- he had some woman bring in her phone that she dropped into a porta potty at a music festival. She fished it out. They cleaned it up, fixed it, got it back to her. When she turned it on, she realized it wasn't even her phone. She fished out someone else's phone from a dirty old esser. Wow. So there was more than one phone in there? Jesus. And the other person correctly was like, well, Sayonara phone. Yeah. The the first person, the first phone dropper is like, well, I guess I got to go to the Apple store on Monday. And credit to the people who work backstage at the Apple store in the laboratories for cleaning that thing up. That'd be a gross job. I would lie. First of all, if I did go into an outhouse to get mm-hmm. my phone and I brought it to an Apple store, I would lie and say it fell in a mud puddle. Yeah. This fell in mud. It fell in a lake. Can you help me? That Leave out a- the porta potty part. <laughs> it fell into a lake full of fecal matter. <laughs> oh, this is gross now. I apologize. But yeah, oh. would you? Maybe we should put up a poll. You drop your phone in a porta potty. Would you or would you? I feel like. It would be 99.9% would say, no, no, I'm not going in there. Oh. It's that 0.1%. Yeah. And that's when you start seeing all these articles worldwide. This, I'm looking at articles across the U.S., Canada, England, all writing about this one woman trying to get her watch back. Uh, well, it's one way of making sure people never ask to borrow your phone, I guess. And it also just speaks, I mean... What a feather in the cap of Apple. It just speaks to the addictive power of the Apple Watch. When Even when it falls in an outhouse, the woman's like, oh my God, I need to close my rings. <laughs> yeah. I need to get my standing hours. Is there a ring for that, though? <laughs> Is there a brown ring? It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So far, not a single person that has texted in has said they would go into the business end of an outhouse to retrieve their phone if they dropped it in there. Not one person. Uh, Somebody, uh, these are the words of a poet right here. It just says, everything you drop in there is now in the turd abyss. Turd abyss, I like that. Uh, Good morning, I am a teacher. I've dropped my phone in one of the student bathroom toilets. I fished it out before I even thought about what I was doing. But I would draw the line at a porta potty so gross. So when you fished your phone out of the toilet, did it still work? Did you immediately run to the staff room? I need some rice. It's a rice emergency. Somebody else said, unless I can visibly see a bag of money with lots in it, I am not going into the porta potty. You're listening to the Carter Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You sent me the story, and I was looking at the picture. When you first told me the story, I just thought it was like one of those, you know, plywood with a hole cut out of it. But no, it was a toilet on top of a hole. And she, so clearly just showing off because she could fit through the toilet. Yep. But then she got down there into the pit, into the abyss. Uh Uh-huh. The turd abyss is somebody so delicately, eloquently 
called it earlier this morning. She got her watch and then realized, wait a minute, I can't get out of here, and had to be saved. Yeah. All over an Apple Watch. Ugh. So... So we just started talking about, like, you know, what is the most... I know this was her watch, but what's the worst thing that ever happened to your phone or something you own? Somebody said, I dropped my sunglasses into a pitta pooper. They sat on top, so it wasn't that icky. No, it was still icky. It's still pretty icky. It's still pretty gross. My sunglasses could fall on the floor of a porta potty, and I would still hurl them into the sun. Oh, yeah. Uh... I don't even like my shoes touching there. Yeah, when I go into, uh, like, at a music festival, I have to go into a porta potty, I throw up my shoes immediately. You almost have to put on little booties like movers do. Yes. And then throw those booties into a fire when you get out. Yeah. In another province. <laughs> Hello. My poor mom lost her phone. <gasps> in a porta potty? No, like the outhouse that we've had for 20 years. Oh, like in an actual outhouse with the bottomless pit? Yeah. Yeah. Did she so, did she go down there? Oh no, we found it for her before she found it. And so I phoned and found my glowing daughter on the screensaver. And without the the pop socket and a rake, it wouldn't have been a, a good day. But we were able to save the phone. Oh, oh gross. But and I cleaned it with some nice gloves and some flossers and had it all cleaned up before we even told her that we found her phone. Oh, so she didn't know it was in the bottom of the porta party. No, no, oh, I just told or, her. Found it. Did she ever find out? Oh, yeah. She, she found out, yes. yes and like, she's like, I'm never using it again, but she used it for a full year. She's like, I keep getting pink eye for some reason. <laughs> right? I cleaned it good. I cleaned it good. Gross. Hey, what's your name? I'm Tara. Tara, thank you for this. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, a shout out to Morgie who's listening too. Who knows that her grandma found out found her toilet. Found <laughs> in the toilet. So gross. A rake. Oh my god. Did you have to throw the rake out after? The trust issues I would have with oh, everyone in my life if I found out oh. for a whole year people were going Tee! behind oh. my back because I was using a poop phone. <laughs> Didn't know it. And everybody refer, would refer to it as the poop phone, too. I think you have to. As a matter of fact, we got a text from Brittany. We, you know what? We'll, we'll share Brittany's text and just, that's what she called hers after she had an incident. Not all stories that we're getting this morning involve your phone falling into a toilet. Like this one right here. Um, me and my dad got into an argument. He grabbed my phone off the table and smashed the F out of it. It was bent like the letter V. <laughs> Oh, Sounds yoda. to me like your dad might need a Snickers. <laughs> wow. Maybe. Someone just texted and said my phone was soaked in diesel. And it still worked. And it still worked. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. That one we were laughing at a few minutes ago. That was so... This person says, I never text in, but I had to pull over after hearing the show this morning. My wife's uncle thought for sure he dropped his phone into the porta potty at Folk Fest. He proceeded to tell us about it, how he put his fingers in and swished around a bit to get it. After we were repulsed, his justification was, I only put it in up to the first knuckle, so it's not that bad. Just the fingertips. We then proceeded to ask if he at least called it. So we call it. At the other end, the person said, Folk Fest security. It wasn't even in the toilet. We now call the incident the four-finger swish. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's easily the most graphic one we've received so far. Do you want far. another one, or do we need a palate cleanse? Uh, here's a palate cleanse one that's not 
a toilet. Are you talking about the one from Tannis? Uh, no, although that's a good one. Okay. This one said, after a few brewskis, my friend left his phone at the bottom of a hot tub for an entire night, and it still worked afterwards. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Did you have to put it in rice? Does that actually even work? I think it used to. I think phones are a lot better at being waterproof now. Yeah. Or toilet proof. Okay, quickly, Tannis, this one's funny, too. Uh, I drunkenly left my phone in a porta potty when I was at Squamish, uh, at Squamish Music Festival. A stranger found it and turned it into security, but took the opportunity to tweet, I pooped my pants at Squamish first. <laughs> oh, oh, a tip of the hat to whoever turned in that phone. Well, that's a person who's conflicted. They want to do good, they want to be good, but they just can't bring themselves to be that good. They turned in the phone, they didn't keep it, Yeah, but they took the time to go into your social media and post something embarrassing. Yeah. That's good. This is rock solid. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one, though, my brother lost his phone at the top of a mountain while skiing Panorama. He got a call in the spring that it was found. Motorola, obviously. Wow. Okay. That's pretty impressive to find it in the spring. The Motorola Razor. The flip. The seasons changed and someone found it on top of a mountain. Uh, This one, I had a co-worker drop his work phone into a concrete mixer truck. He did not get it back. It met its end the same way as Jimmy Hoffa. Ooh. Wow. Good Jimmy Hoffa reference. Uh, Uh, Yeah, the uncle one. Oh, yeah, this one. My uncle had his hearing aid fall into an outhouse. They're pretty expensive, so he had my dad and someone else hold him by the ankles and help lower him down to get it. Oh, This makes me realize, I don't think there's anybody in my life that I would trust enough to hold me by the ankles above an outhouse pit. No, I don't think I would either. No chance. Like, there's nobody. Like, I could scroll through my contacts right now. You know how you're supposed to put an emergency contact in your phone so if they find you laying at the side of the road, they know who to call? But I don't know, like, if there's that equivalent for the person to lower you by your ankles into your phone, into the porta potty. I was thinking for a second, maybe my friend Chris, but I don't know. I just, I think he'd probably drop me. Yeah. Whether they drop you because they don't have the strength yeah. or because they think it would be funny. Yeah. And also, Do you want to put that hearing aid back in your ear when you get it back? Yeah, what is the ear equivalent of pink eye? (laughs) Pink ear? Uh, Ayla. Hi, Garner. Um, This conversation's funny because, of course, I'm listening to the podcast, and you guys have covered a woman that also went into a porta potty to get a cell phone in the States. What? In the podcast we talked about that? Yes, I, it was a cell phone instead of an Apple Watch. Right, okay, yeah, this woman we're talking about this morning, it was her Apple Watch. Yeah, but I'm like, a lot of people in the States are willing to jump in the Florida potties. Yeah, I just, I would be like, like Bryce said earlier, we were discussing this on the radio, and like, even if I dropped a newborn baby down there, and Bryce so eloquently said, he'd just probably whisper into the Porta potty, guess you live with the Ninja Turtles now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully we don't go drop the newborn babies. But electronics, like, come on, that's just whatever. I'll buy a new one. Yeah. Or I'll live with it. Like, oh. gross. <laughs> right I guess we should ask people in the States, what are you not willing to jump into a porta potty for? Yeah, where do you draw the line? Like, if you're willing to go in there for a three or $400 watch, where where do you draw the line? Oh, Ugh. Oh. Yeah. 
Ayla, thank you very much for uh, listening to the podcast. You can do that too. You can subscribe. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's free. She's got a good point. What is with the USA and going into porta potty and outhouses to get their phones back? Yeah. Just leave it. Get a new phone, man. <laughs> I know it's worth money, but at the same time, so is your self respected dignity. It's you, worth something too. Every time you hold that phone up to your face, you're going to think about it. And your friends are going to be like, oh, gross. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Brittany got in touch with the show early today. Said, I have a porta potty story about a cell phone. I went to the bathroom in a porta potty. I accidentally had my phone in my back pocket. It fell in. I took it as a loss. I was very upset, and my life went on. About four days later, my boyfriend at the time, now husband, got a phone call being like, hey, do you know someone who lost a pink iPhone in a porta potty And he's like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. The guy on the phone said, I'm the guy that cleans them. I found it, cleaned it up, and turned it on, and you were the emergency contact. God, that guy went above and beyond. So he dropped the phone off at my work. So not only he cleaned it up and he brought it back, I wrapped it in a towel, and it was it has been called my poo phone since that day. It sat in my drawer forever. I did write back to Brittany, and I said, did you ever use that phone again? And she said, no. She gave it to a friend that really needed a phone. He used it for a few months, but before he gave it back, he used it for a few months before he gave it back to her. But then Brittany said she eventually traded that phone in at Apple for a new phone. So someone out there is using a poop phone. Oh, gross. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.